0: hi everyone welcome to another episode of warrior cats the series i'm your host Sharpstar. i hope everyone had a great thanksgiving um and uh and i am back with more episodes for um warrior cats the series um and yeah let's get on with uh with the episode Now we will read um, chapter 16. Fireheart stepped out of the ferns that enclosed the apprentice's den and stretched out his front paws. It was just after sunrise, and the sky was already a pale eggshell blue, promising fine weather after days of cloud and rain. In Fireheart's opinion, sleeping in the apprentice's den was, wor- was the worst part of his punishment. Every time he went in- went in there, Thornpaw and Brightpaw stared at him with huge eyes, as if they couldn't believe what they were seeing. Brackenpaw just looked act- acutely embarrassed, while Swiftpaw, encouraged by his mentor Longtail, Fireheart guest op- op- openly sneered. Fireheart found it hard to relax, and his sleep was broken by dreams in which Spyleaf bounded toward him, mewing a warning that he could never remember when he woke. Now, Fireheart stretched his jaws in a massive yawn and settled down to give himself a, th- a thorough wash. Graystripe was still sleeping. sleeping. Soon, Fireheart would have to wake him and find a warrior to supervise them on yet another hunting patrol. As Fireheart watched, as Fireheart watched, he saw Bluestar and Tailclaw sitting at the foot of the high rock, deep in the conversation. Idly, he wondered what they were talking about. Then Bluestar g- gave a flick of her tail to summon him. Fireheart sprang up at once and bounded across the camp. Fireheart, Bluestar meowed as he approached. Tigerclaw and I think you've been punished enough. You and Gray Shrepp can be full warriors again. Fireheart felt almost giddy with relief. Thank you, Blue Star, he meowed. Let's hope it's taught you a lesson, growled Tigerclaw. Tigerclaw is going to lead a patrol up to four trees, Blue Star went on before Fireheart could respond. In two nights the moon will be full, and we and we need to know if we can make it to the gathering. Tigerclaw will take you take Fireheart. Well will you Okay. "'Tariclaw, will you take Fireheart with you?' Fireheart couldn't interpret the gleam in the the deputy's amber eyes. He didn't look pleased. Tariclaw never did, but there was a certain dark satisfaction, as if he would enjoy putting Fireheart through his paces. Fireheart didn't care. He was thrilled that Bluestar was trusting him with a real warrior's mission again." "'He can come,' Tereclaw meowed. "'But if he puts a paw wrong, I'll I'll want to know the reason why.' His dark coat rippled as he heaved himself to his paws. "'I'll find another cat to go with us.' Fireheart watched him as he strode across the clearing and disappeared into the warrior's den. "'This will be an important gathering,' murmured Bluestar beside him. "'We need to find out how the other clans are coping with the floods. "'It's important for our clan to be there.' We'll find a way, Blue Star. Fireheart assured her, but his confidence drained rapidly away. A moment later, when he saw Tigerclaw reappear from the den, a cat who followed him was the owl was Longtail. It looked as if Tigerclaw had chosen the third member of the patrol deliberately to disadvantage Fireheart. Fireheart felt a hard lump of appreh- 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 apprehension. And his stomach. He wasn't sure that he wanted to go out alone with Tigerclaw. And Long Tail, the memory of the battle with Riverclam was still too fresh, when Tigerclaw had watched him struggle with a fierce warrior and made no move to help him. And Longtail had been his enemy ever since he set Paul in the camp. For a moment, fearful pictures of the two cats turning on him in the depths of the forest and murdering him whirled through Fireheart's mind. Then he shook himself. He was scaring himself like a kid, listening to some elder's tale. No doubt, Tigerclaw would make an unreasonable demands of him, and Longtail would enjoy every moment. But Fireheart wasn't afraid of being challenged. He'd show them that he was a warrior equal to them in every way that mattered. Saying respectful goodbye to Bluestar, he raced across the clearing and followed Tigerclaw and Longtail out of the camp. The sun rose higher, and the sky turned to a deep blue "'as a cats journeyed through the forest toward four trees. "'The ferns were w- weighted with glittering drops of dew "'that clung to Fireheart's fur as he brushed past. "'Birds sang, and bushes rustled with freshly opened leaves. New-, "'New leaf had already come, had really come at last. "'As he padded after a tiger claw, "'Fireheart was distracted by tempting movements under the growth "'as the prey scurried to and fro.' After a while, the deputy let him stop and hunt for themselves. He was in an unusual good mood, Fireheart thought, relaxing enough to praise the flame-pelted warrior as he pounced on a particularly speedy vole. Even Longtail kept his unfriendly comments to himself. When they went on, Fireheart's stomach was warm and full of the vole he had eaten. His... Uneasing feelings vanished. On a day like this, he couldn't help feeling optimistic, sure that they would soon have good news to take back to Blue Star. Then they reached the top of the slope and looked down toward the stream that crossed ThunderClan territory. Separating from four trees, Tigerclaw let out a long, soft hiss, and Longtail yelled in dismay. Pyhurt shared their expiration. Usually, the stream was shallow enough for cats to cross easily, keeping their paws dry by leaping from rock to rock. Now the water had spread into a glistening sheet on either side, while the current churned sw- swift- swiftly along the original course of the stream. Fancy crossing that? spat Longtail. I don't. Without a word, Tigerclaw be- ha- began padding upstream, following the edge of the flood water to- toward the t- Thunderpath. path. The land sloped gently upwards, and before long, and before long, Fireheart could see that the shining surface was broken by tussocks of grass and clumps of bracken poking above the water. This isn't as deep as when Whitestorm last reported. Terrorclaw meowed, We'll try to cross it here. Fireheart had his doubts w- that the water would be shallow enough, but he kept to- kept that to himself. He knew if he objected he would just get the usual sneers about his soft kitty pet background. Instead, he quietly followed Tigerclaw, who was already wading through it, wading into the flood. He couldn't help noticing that Longtail's ears twitched nervously as he splashed in beside him. The waters felt the water felt cold as it lapped its, at, at Fireheart's legs. He picked his way carefully, tracing a zigzag course toward the nearest bank of the stream by by springing from one clump of grass to the next. Drops of water glittered in the sunlight as he splashed forward. Once, a frog wriggled out from under his paws, almost making him lose his balance. But he righted himself by sinking his claws heavily into a waterlogged tussock. In front of him, the current was brown, where it had stirred up mud from the stream bed. It was much too wide for a cat to leap, but then, but the stepping stones were completely submerged. I hope Tigerclaw doesn't expect us to swim, Fireheart thought with a wince. Even as the words went through his mind, he heard Tigerclaw's yell from far- farther upstream. Come here, look at this. Fireheart splashed toward him, the deputy with long tail splashed toward him the deputy with Longtail beside him was standing at the edge of the stream a branch was lodged in front of them sweet swept into place by the current so that it stretched from one bank to the other just what we need terror Club grunted in satisfaction Fireheart, check that it's safe will you Fireheart gazed doubtfully at the branch it was much thinner than the fallen tree that that he had used to cross rubber grand territory Twigs poked out in all directions, still dead with leaves t- dangling from them. Every few moments, the whole branch gave a slight jerk, as if the current wanted to sweep it away again. With any other senior warrior, or even Blue Star, Fireheart would have discussed how safe the branch was before he set paw on it. But no cat questioned an question order from Tigerclaw. Scared, kitty pet? Longtail taunted him. Determ- determination burned in Fireheart's belly. He would not show fear in front of these cats and let them have the pleasure of reporting it to the rest of the clan. Gritting his teeth, he stepped onto the end of the branch. Immediately, it sagged under his paws, and he dug his claws in in hard, fighting for balance. He could see brown water racing a mouse mouse length below, and for a few heartbeats, he thought he would plunge straight into it. Then, he steadied himself, began to move forward cautiously, placing his paws in a straight line, one after the other. The slender branch bounced under his weight with every step. Twigs caught in his fur, threatening his balance. We'll never get to the gathering like this, Fireheart thought gradually he drew closer to the middle of the stream where the current was strongest the branch t- tapered tapered until it was barely uh, as thick as his tail making it harder to find a paw hold pausing fireheart mer- measured the distance left he was close enough to was he close enough to leap safely yet then the branch lurched under him instinctively he gripped tighter with his claws he hear tiger claw yell, fireheart get back for a heartbeat, fireheart swayed per care uh per care, e- us- per- care- <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm gonna work on pronouncing this. Um I'm just gonna su- fireheart swayed, um uh swayed, then the branch lurched again and suddenly it was free. Racing among the surging water. Fireheart slipped sideways and thought he heard Tigerclaw yowl once more as the waves closed over his head. Uh, that is the end of chapter sixteen. Um, next uh, we're gonna read we're gonna take a break and read chapter seventeen. Bye. During this break, um, I just wanted to give a couple shout-outs. Well, a couple announcements, not shout-outs. The first um, thing is, if you guys want to write a review and um, have me read it aloud uh, on the podcast, um, just uh, in the top part, um, like the first part of your review, um, just write, shout-out and I will read it aloud uh, in the episode. And then second, um, if, you, if I can't pronounce something, um, you guys are welcome to um, show me how to pronounce it, like write it out. Um, one person already did that um, and thank you for that. Um, and yeah, now we can read um, chapter 17. And Welcome back, um and now we can read chapter 17. As he plunged into the stream, Fireheart managed to keep one claw hold on the branch. He felt as if he were fighting a spiky wooden enemy, twigs that lashed at him and raked through his fur while he, his breath bubbled into the dark water. His head broke the surface briefly, but before he could get, grasp it, before he could gasp in the air, the branch twisted and rolled him under again. Terror made him strangely calm, as if, as if time had st- slowed down. Part of Fireheart's mind told him to let go of the branch and fight his way to the surface. But he knew that if he did that, he would risk his life. The current was far too strong for him to swim. The force of the water meant that there was nothing he could do but dig his claws in, in, in and endure Sorry, hold on. I'm confused. Uh, the force of the water ma- meant there was nothing he could do but dig his claws and endure and the cold. Star Clan, help me! He thought frantically. His senses were just beginning to ebb into a tempting darkness when the branch rolled over again and he brought himself back to the surface, choking and spaying, He clung to it with water ch- churning along and on either side of him. He could not see the bank. He tried to hold himself farther out out of the water, but his sudden fur was too heavy. His limbs were growing stiff with cold. He did not know how long he could hold on. Just as he, he felt that he was about to let go, something brought the branch to a jarring stop. It shuddered along its whole length, almost throwing Fireheart off. As he clung on desperately, he heard a cat screeching his name. Twi- twisting his head, he saw that the other end of the branch was jammed against a rock that jutted out onto the stream. Longtail was crouched on the rock, leaning down toward him. Move, kitty pet, he growled. With his last drop of energy, Fireheart scrambled along the, the length of the bri- branch. Twigs whipped across his face. He felt the branch lurch again and th- flung himself at the rock, his front paws scraping at it while his hind legs thrust. Thrust through the water, his paws had barely touched the stone when the branch was swept away from underneath him. For a heartbeat, Fireheart thought that he would follow it. The rock was smooth; there was no perchance for his paws. When then, Longtail reached down, and Fireheart felt his teeth meet in the scruff of his neck. With the other cat's help, he managed to claw his way upward until he was crouching on the top of the rock. Shivering, he coughed up several mouthfuls of stream water before he could uh, look up. Thanks, Longtail, he gasped. The warrior's face was expressionless. "If It was nothing. Tigerclaw padded up from behind the rock. Are you hurt? he demanded. Can you walk? Shakily, Fireheart pushed himself to his paws. Water streamed off his coat and he looked himself... A- and he shook himself. I'm fine, Tiger Claw. He stammered. Tiger Claw stepped back to avoid the spinning droplets from Fireheart's fur. Watch it! We're we're all wet enough. We're all wet enough already. Approaching Fireheart again, he gave a rapid sniff down the length of his body. Back to camp for you, he ordered. In fact, we'll all go back. No cat can get across the water. You've proved that, if nothing else fireheart nodded and wordlessly followed the deputies back into the forest colder and more tired than ever he could he could cold i'm sorry uh, let's see uh, colder and more tired than he could ever remember being before he wanted nothing more than to curl up and sleep in a patch of sunlight but his limbs felt like waterlogged stone his mind was a whirlpool of fear and suspicion. Tiger Claw had sent him out onto the branch when any cat could see it, it was dangerous. Fireheart couldn't help wondering if Tiger Claw had deliberately dislodged it to make sure that he was flung into the swollen stream. Not if Longtail was watching. He decided, after all, after all, Longtail had rescued him. Much as Fireheart disliked Longtail, he had to admit that the pale tabby would stick. <coughs> rigidly to the clan code when when another warrior needed his help. Even so, Tireclaw could have shifted through the branch without letting Ty- Longtail see, or perhaps Longtail hadn't understood what was happening. Fireheart would have liked to ask him, but he knew that if he did, did the question, he would be reported to Tireclaw. Then he glanced at Tyre Claw and saw the deputies glaring the deputy glaring at him with un- unmasked hatred. As Fireheart met the uh, the amber stare, he saw Tyreclaw's eyes narrow, as if he was he as if with an unspoken threat, and in that moment Fireheart knew that somehow Tyreclaw had tried to murder him. This time he had failed. But what about next time? Fireheart's brain t- tired brain sh- shied away from that, what was all too obvious. Next time, Tigerclaw would make sure he did not fail. By the time he reached the camp, the warm new leaf sun had dried Fireheart's fur, but he was so exhausted he could scarcely put one paw in front of the other. Sandstorm, who was sunning herself outside the warrior's den, sprang up as soon as as she saw him and bounded over to his side. Fireheart, she explained, you look awful. What happened? Nothing much, Fireheart mumbled. I was... Fireheart went for a swim, that's all. Tareklau interrupted. He looked down at the young warrior. Come on, we need to, you, we need to report to Bluestar. He strode across to the high rock with, with Longtail at his heels. As Fireheart staggered after them, Sandstorm padded close beside him, pressing her warm body against her, his for, against his for support. Well, Bluestar asked when the cat stood in front of her, did you find somewhere to cross? Tigerclaw shook his massive head. It's impossible. The water's too high. But every clan should attend the gathering, Bluestar pointed out. Starclan will be angry if we don't if we don't try to find a tr- a dry route. Tigerclaw, tell me exactly what where you went. Tigerclaw began to describe the events of the morning in more detail, including Fireheart's attempt to cross by the branch. Um, it was bright. It was brave, but foolish, he growled. I thought we- he'd paid with his life. Sandstorm looked around, impressed, but Fireheart knew as well as Tigerclaw that he had no choice but g- about getting onto the branch. Be more careful in the future, Fireheart, Blue Star warned. You better see Yellowfang in case you've got caught a, a chill. I'm fine, Fireheart told her. I just need to sleep, that's all. Blue Star's eyes narrowed. That was an order, Fireheart. Stifling a, a yawn, Firehurt bowed his head respectfully. Yes, Bluestar. Come to the den when you've finished, meowed Sandstorm, giving him a lick. I'll fetch you some fresh kill. Firehurt mewed his thanks and stumbled unsteadily towards- to Yelfing's den. The clearing was empty, but when he called Yelfing's den, the old mess cat poked her head out-, out of the gap in the rock. Firehurt. Graystreet. Firehurt. Great StarClan, you look like a squirrel that had fallen out of its tree. What happened to you? She patted toward him as he explained. Cinderpaw limped out behind her and sat beside Fireheart, her blue eyes wide as she heard how he had nearly drowned. Seeing her, Fireheart could not help remembering how she had been injured beside the Thunderpath, another accident arranged by Tigerclaw, not to mention the cold-blooded murder of Redtail. His head head spinning with fatigue, Fireheart was wondering how he could possibly stop Tiger Claw before another cat died for the deputy's ruthless ambition. Right, rasped Yelfing, interrupting his troubled thoughts. You're a strong cat, and you probably haven't taken a chill, but we'll check, for, check to make sure. Cinderpaw, what should we look for when a cat gets a soaking? Cinderpaw sat up straight with her tail wrapped around her paws, eyes fixed on Yelfang. She recited, poor, breath, sick- poor breathing, sickness, leeches in his fur. Good, grunted Yelfang. Off you go then. Very carefully, Cinderpaw sniffed along the length of Fire- Fireheart's body, partying his fur with one paw to make sure that no leeches had fastened him- themselves onto his skin. Breathing okay, Fireheart," she asked gently. "Do you feel sick?" "No, everything's fine," Fireheart mewed. "I just want to sleep for a moon." "I think he's all right," Yellowfang Cinderpaw reported. She pressed her cheek against Fireheart's and gave him a couple of quick licks. "Just don't go jumping in any more rivers, eh?" Yellowfang let out a throaty purr. "All right, Fireheart, you can go and sleep now." Cinderpaw flicked up her ears in surprise. ''Are you going to check him as well? What if I've missed something?'' ''No need,'' meowed yellow thing. ''I trust you, Cinderpaw.'' <laughs> the old cat stretched, arching her skinny back, and then relaxed. ''I've been meaning to say something to you for a while,'' she went on. ''I see so many mouse-brained cats around here that it's a real joy to find one with some sense. You've learned quickly, and, you found- and you're good with sick cats.'' Thank you, Yellowfang, Cinderpaw burst out. Her eyes round with surprise at Yellowfang's praise. Be quiet, I haven't finished. I'm getting old now, and it's time I started to think about finding an apprentice. Cinderpaw, how would you feel about becoming ThunderClan's next medicine cat? Cinderpaw leaped to her paws. Her eyes were sparkling, and she quivered with excitement. Do you really mean it? She whispered. Of course I mean it. Yellowfang growled. I I don't talk for a pleasure of hearing my own voice, unlike some cats. In that case, yes, Cinderpaw Murm, Yes, Cinderpaw murmured. Lifting her head with dignity, I'd like that better than anything in the whole world. Fireheart felt his heart begin to beat faster with happiness. He had worried so much for Cinderpaw. At first when he thought she might die, then when, she, when it became clear that her injured leg would stop her from becoming a warrior. He remembered how she, she, would, what, she had wondered desperately what she could make of her life, and now it looked as if Yellowfang had found her, the perfect solution. Seeing the young she-cat so happy and excited about the future was more than Fireheart had ever hoped for. Fireheart went back to the warriors then on lighter paws to share fresh kill with Sandstorm. And then to sleep when he and then to sleep. When he awoke, the light in the den was red from the rays of the setting sun. Graystripe was nudging him. Wake up, his friend meowed. Blue Star had just has just called a meeting. Fireheart left the den to find Blue Star already standing up on the t- top of the high rock. Yellowfang was beside her, and when all the cats were assembled, it was it was the old messing cat who spoke first. "Cats of Thunderclan," she rasped, "I've had an, I have an announcement to make. As you know, I'm not a young cat. It's time I took a, an apprentice. So I've chosen the only cat who I can put up with." Yellow Yellowfang let out a mused purr, "And the only cat who can put up with me. Your next messing cat will be Cinderpaw." A chorus of pleased mews broke out. Cinderpaw sat at the foot of the rock, her eyes shining and her, sle- and her fur sleekly groomed. She lo- lowered her head shyly as the clan cra- congratulated her. Cinderpaw, Bluestar made herself heard above the noise. "'Do you accept the post of an apprentice to yell thing?' Cinderpaw lifted her head to look up at her leader. "'Yes, Bluestar.' then at the half moon you must travel to the mo- mother mouth to be accepted by star clan before the other medicine cats the good wishes of all thunder clan will go with you Yellowfang half jumped half slithered down the- from the rock and padded t- up to Cinderpaw, touching noises with noses with her then the rest of the clan gathered around the new apprentice Fireheart caught sight of brackenpaw pressing close to his sister his eyes glowing with pride even when Tiger Claw, even Tiger Claw, went up to her and me a few words, it was clear that Cinderpaw was a popular choice for this important position. As he w- waited to give Cinderpaw his congratulations, Fireheart could not help wishing that all his own problems could be solved as smoothly. And that's the end of chapter seventeen. We're gonna take a quick break and read chapter eighteen. Bye. Now we will read um, Chapter 18. The sun began to set for the third time since Fireha- Fireheart had almost drowned. The young warrior was washing himself out- outside his den, scraping his tongue across his fur. He kept imagining that he could still taste the muddy water as he t- twisted h- tw- as he twisted his head to wash his back. He heard the pad pad of approaching paws and looked and and looked up to see Claw looming over him. Blue Storm wants you to go to the gathering, the deputy growled, meet her outside her den, and bring Sandstorm and Graystripe. He stalked away before Fireheart could reply. Fireheart got up and stretched. Glancing around, he spotted Graystripe and Sandstorm eating beside the patch of nettles and hurried over to join them. Blue Storm has chosen us to go to the gathering, he announced. Sandstorm finished off her blackboard and swiped his swiped a pink tongue around her jaws. But can we get to the gathering? She meowed, sounding puzzled. I thought the stream was impossible to cross. Bluestar said, "Star Clan would be angry if we didn't try." Fireheart mewed, "She wants a wants to talk to us now. Maybe she has a plan." Graystripe spoke through a mouthful of wool. I just hope she she doesn't expect us to swim. In spite of his words, his eyes shone with excitement as he gulped gulped the rest of the fresh gill and sprang to his paws. Farhart knew he must be looking forward to a chance to see Silverstream, and he wondered if they had managed to meet in the time since he and Graysherb had been caught crossing the river after their ill-fated hunting mission for RiverClan. Fireheart thought of Silverstream's kits, and he wondered how Graystripe would be able w- would be able to bear seeing them grow up in another clan. Would Silverstream ever be able to tell Gra- them that Graystripe, the Center clan warrior, was their father? Fireheart tried to put the question out of his mind as he began to as as he and his friends crossed the clearing to the High Rock. Blue Star was sitting outside her den with White Star, Mousefur, and Willowpelt already by her side. A moment later, Teroclaw and Dark Darkstripe joined them. As you know, the moon is full tonight. Blue star began when all the cats were gathered around her. It will be hard to get to four trees, but StarClan would expect us to, to do all we can to find a dry route. So I've chosen warriors only this I've chosen warriors only. This will be our, be no journey for for our elders or apprentices or queens expecting kits. "'Darkstripe, you lead the patrol to examine the stream this morning. "'Report what you found.' "'The w- water is going down,' meowed Darkstripe, "'but not fast enough. "'We patrolled as far as the center path, "'and there's nowhere a cat could get across without swimming.' "'The stream's narrow up there,' he- mewed Willipo. "'Could we drop- jump across?' "'Maybe, if you grew wings,' Darkstripe replied. If all, y- "'If all you've got is your own paws.' "'But that has to be the best place to try,' insisted Whitestorm. Bluestar nodded. we well, will start there,' she decided. "'Maybe Clan will lead us to a safe place.' She rose to her paws and led her, ca- led, led her cats quietly out of the camp. The sun had gone down, and the tw- twilight blurred the shapes of the forest. In the distance, an owl hooted, and Fireheart could, could hear the rustle of prey and undergrowth.' But the warriors were too intent on their journey to hunt. Blue Star took them straight toward the trees to the place where the stream emerged from from a hard stone tunnel underneath the Thunderpath. Their usual route to four trees did not pass this close to the Thunderpath, and Fireheart wondered what his leader was planning to do. When they reached the tunnel, he saw that flood water spread out on either side, reflecting the pale light of the rising moon. Water covered the center path as well, and as the cats watched, they saw a monster pass by, moving slowly, th- throwing up a, filthful, a filthy wave from its round black paws. Once the monster had disappeared into the distance, Blue Star led her cats to the water's edge on the hard surface of the center path. She sniffed, deep, sniffed the water, wrinkling her nose at the stench, and cautiously put one paw into the flood. It's shallow enough here, she meowed. We can walk up the Thunderpath until we're on the other side of the stream and get to four trees along the border with ShadowClan. Walk up with, uh, walk up the Thunderpath. Fireheart felt his coat beginning to prickle with fear at the thought of deliberately following the tracks of the monsters. Cinderpaws the accident. i oh, sorry. Give me a sec. Uh... Just give me one sec, and I'll be right back. I'm back. Now we can, uh, sorry about that interruption. Uh, now we can read, um, uh, finish reading chapter 18. Walk up to the, the Thunderpath. Fireheart felt his coat beginning to prickle with fear at the thought of deliberately following the tracks of the monsters. Center Paul's accident had shown him that what they could do to a cat, and she had only been at the edge. What if another monster comes? asked Graystripe, voicing Fireheart's fear. We will keep to the side, Bluestar replied calmly. You saw how slowly that monster was moving. Maybe they don't like getting their paws wet. Fireheart saw that gray Graystripe still looked doubtful. He shared his friend's worries, but there was no point in protesting anymore. Tireclaw would just berate. Bur- bur- right. huh. Tireclaw would just berate. Bur- well, I'm just going to call uh, just say it. Terrorclaw would just tease them for being cowards. Oh, and guys, if you wanna, you know what the word is, and you wanna correct me, feel free to just, yeah, write a comment. Uh, Blue Star, wait. Called Whitestorm as the clan leader waded into the water. Remember how low our territory is on the other side of the stream? I can't help thinking it would be flooded. Flooded there too. I don't think we'll get to four Trees without getting it onto ShadowClan territory, which is higher. A cat close to Fireheart let out a faint hiss, and Fireheart felt another pang of fear. A band of warriors setting paw across the border of a clan with which they had recently battled. If a patrol caught them, they would think it was an invasion. Blue Star paused with water lapping over her paws, and looked back at Whitestorm. Maybe, she acknowledged, but we'll have to risk it, if it's the only way. She set off again without giving her cats any time to protest. There was nothing to do but follow. Fireheart splashed, splashed along the edge of the Thunderpath, just behind Whitestorm. Tigerclaw brought out, brought up the rear to keep a lookout for monsters coming up from behind. At, at, first everything was quiet, except for a single monster traveling in the other direction on the opposite side of the Thunderpath. When then Fireheart heard of the familiar, familiar growling and the splashing of an approach uh, approaching monster look out tiger yelled from the end of the line fireheart froze pressing himself against the low wall that edged the po- thunder the, that edged the thunder as it crossed the stream dark stripe scrambled up on top of it and crouched there baring his teeth at the monster as it passed for a moment it's, st- its strange glittering colors were were reflected in the stinking water, and a wave washed out from it, soaking Fireheart as far as his belly fur. Then it was gone, and Fireheart could breathe again. as As they reached the other side of the stream, Fireheart, Fireheart could see that White Storm was right. The low-lying land on the Thunder Clan side was covered with water. There was nothing to do but con- continue along the edge of the Thunderpath until the land rose and was dry enough to walk on. Stepping thankfully off the paw-aching, paw-achingly hard Thunderpath, Fireheart raised his head and opened his jaws. A strong range, st- a strong range. Rank stench filled this, his scent glance, the scent of Shadow Clan. They had followed the Thunderpath out of Thin, ThunderClan territory, and now a swath of ShadowClan lay, land lay between them and the Gathering at Four Trees. We shouldn't be here, Willapope murmured uneasily. If Plusar had heard the comment, she ignored it. Quickening the pace until they were racing across the sodden turf. There were f- there were few trees here, and the close cropped grass offered no cover for trespassing cats. Fireheart Fireheart's heart was beating fast, and not only from the speed of their journey. If Shadow Clan cats caught them, they would be in trouble, but Four Trees was not far away, and their luck might hold. Then he caught sight of the dark shadow streaking he caught then he caught sight of a dark shadow streaking over the ground ahead of them on a course to intercept Star at the head of the herd patrol more shadows followed and a furious yelling s- split the quiet of the night for a heartbeat Star quickened her pace as if she thought she could outrun the challengers then she slowed to a stop her warriors did the same fireheart stood panting the shadows drew closer and he saw that they were shadow cats Headed by their leader, Nightstar. Bluestar, Blue Star, he spat as he halted in front of the, the Thunder Clan leader. Why have you brought your cats on to Shadow Clan land in these floods? It was the only way to reach four trees. Blue Star replied, her voice low and steady. We mean no harm, Night Star. You know that there's a truce for the gathering. Night Star hissed, her ears flattened, flattened against the, his head, and his fur bristling. The truth. ''The truce holds at four trees,'' he snarled. ''There is no truce here.'' Instinctively, Fireheart dropped into a defensive crouch. The ShadowClan cats, apprentices and elders, as well as warriors, slipped silently into a semicircle around the smaller band from ThunderClan. Like Nightstar, their coats were bristling and their tails lashed in anger. Their hostile eyes reflected the cold light of the moon. Fireheart knew that if it came to a fight, ThunderClan would be what ThunderClan was hopef- hopef- hopelessly outnumbered. Nightstar, I'm sorry, Mia, Bluestar, we would, we would never trespass on your territory without good reason. Please let us pass. Her words did nothing to appease the ShadowClan cats. Cinder, Cinderfur, the ShadowClan deputy, moved up beside his leader, a dim shape in the moonlight. I think they're here to spy, he growled softly. Spy? Tiger Claw shouldered his way forward to stand next to Blue Star. His he head stru- thrust out towards Cinder Cinderfur until their noses were less than a mouth length apart. What-, what can we spy on here? We're nowhere near your camp. Cinderfur curled back her- his lips to reveal thorn sharp teeth. Give us the word, Nightstar, and we'll tear them apart. You can try, growled Tiger Claw. For a heartbeat, fire. Night Star was silent. Fireheart's muscles tensed. Beside him, Grey growled low in his throat. Mousefur bared her teeth at the near shadow clan warrior, and Sandstorm's pale green eyes shone with readiness to fight. Keep back, Night Star grunted at last to his warriors. We'll let them pass. I want Thunderclan cats at the gathering. Through his words were friendly, he hissed them through bare teeth. Suddenly suspicious, Fireheart whispered to Greystripe, "What does he mean by that?" Greystripe shrugged. "I don't know. We've seen nothing of ShadowClan since the floods started. Who knows what they're up to?" "We'll even give you an escort," Nightstar went on, narrowing his eyes, "just to make sure you get to four trees safely. We don't—we wouldn't want any ThunderClan cats to be scared off by, ang- by an angry mouse, would we?" A murmur of agreement rose from the Shadow Clan warriors. They shifted so that they were so that they were surrounded so that they surrounded the Thunderclan cats on all sides. With a faint nod, Night Star set off beside Blue Star. The other cats followed. The Shadow Clan patrol m- matched Thunder Thunderclan step for step. Thunderclan headed for the gathering, completely encircled by their enemies. The moon was at its high, high, height as Fireheart and the other ThunderClan cats were herded into the hollow beneath the four oak trees. A fierce cold light poured down over the members of RiverClan and moon clan, who were already assembled. All of them turned to stare curiously at the group descending the slope. Fireheart knew that he and the rest of the clan must look like prisoners. He stalked along proudly, head and tail held high. To find any cat to say what that they had been beaten. To his relief, the shadow clan cats slipped away into the shadows as soon as they reached the hollow. Blue Star headed straight for the great rock with Tiger Claw at, at her side. Fireheart looked around for Greystripe and found that his friend had already disappeared. A moment later, he caught sight of him approaching Silverstream, But the silver tabby was surrounded by the other river cats. Graystripe could only hover nearby, looking frustrated. Fireheart suppressed a sigh. He knew how much Graystripe must be longing to see Silverstream again, especially now that he was expecting kits. But there was a huge risk in meeting at at a gathering where any cat could catch them together. ''What's up with you?'' Mousefur made him jump. ''You look as if you got something on your mind.'' Fireheart stared at the brown warrior. I—I I was thinking about what Nightstar said. He improved ra- rapidly. Why did he w- say he wants Clan cats here? Well, I'm not sure. I'm sure of one thing—he's not being kind and helpful. Sandstorm mewed, coming up with Willowpelt beside her. She licked her one. She licked one paw and drew it over her ear. We'll find out soon enough. Trouble's coming. Willowpelt mowed over one shoulder as she went to join a group of one clan queens i can feel it in my paws uneasier than ever fireheart padded back and forth under the trees listening with one ear to cats around him most of them were sharing harmless gossip catching up on news from the other clans and he heard nothing about what shadow clan was planning he noticed though that all the shadow clan cats he passed glared at him still fiercely hostile and he caught one or two of them glancing up at the great rock as if they were impatient for the meeting to start. At last, a yelling sounded from the top of the rock, and the murmuring of the cats below died away. Fireheart found a place at the edge of the hollow where he had a good view of the four clan leaders, their silhouette, silhouettes black against the sky. Sandstorm settled, but herself beside him, crouching with her paws tucked under her chest. Paws ch- tucked under her chest. Now, for she whispered expectantly. Nightstar stepped forward, still stiff-legged, with bear- barely suppressing fury. Cats of all clans, listen to me, he demanded. Listen and remember. Until last Greenleaf, Brokenstar was the leader of Shadowland. He was. Tallstar, the leader of Wood Clan, stepped forward to stand beside Night Star. Why do you speak that hated name? He growled. His eyes flashed, and Fireheart knew that he he remembering he was remembering how Broken Star and his warriors had driven Wood Clan out of their territory. Hated, yes, Nightstar Star agreed, and with good reason, which which you know as well as any cat. Tall Star. He stole kits from thunder clan he forced kits from their from his own cl- clan into battle too early and they died in the end he was too, so bloodthirsty that we his own clan drove him out and where is he now nightstar's voice rose to a shriek was he left to die in the forest or scravenge a living scrap scravenge a living among the two legs no because th- there are cats here tonight who have taken him in and they're traitors to the warrior code, and to every other cat in the forest. Fireheart exchanged an uneasy glance with Sandstorm. He could see that that was coming, and he troubled lo- and his and the troubled look she gave him in return. So he could she, she- so could she Thunderclan, Night yelled. Thunderclan is sheltering Broken Star. And that's the end of chapter eighteen. Uh, next week we will read Chapter nineteen. Um, and I just left you a a cliffhanger. (laughs) Ha ha. See you next week. Bye.